0: Welcome back to the A Beautiful Beginning Podcast. It's your host Shakia and I'm coming in with another recording today. Just thought I would come in and share <sighs> sort of an update and give everybody a forewarning. Like I said, as I go through life, I learn things and then I try to share um, my truths with you on this podcast. So I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you had a great week going into a awesome weekend, and I hope you have much fun, rest, and just enjoy yourselves, your family and loved ones. Now, let's get to the topic. So, today, I had all intentions of um, of going to Sam's, um, picking up some things, and I was going to do a few things so I could get stuff ready for movie night tonight with the girls. Um, I was going to get pizzas, fix hot wings, and we could sit around and watch movies, Um, but I also had some things I need to do around the house, so I got up and got out early, and um, I said, okay, I got some things I need to do as far as laundry, cleaning, just different things. Well, the day went downhill. For the past couple of days, well, I would say like weeks, I've noticed like I had an extreme um, amount of weight on the scale. I have not been over 300 pounds, the vast majority of my life, but I hit that plateau. And I was having headaches and neck pain, and I was like, I'm stressed. And I knew it, but I kept trying to push through. So um, in the past week, I was just trying to make sure I would take my blood pressure medicine, I have Tylenol available, ibuprofen, my doll, everything just in case my headaches would persist throughout the day. Um, I started off really good with drinking a lot of water, drinking a lot of fluids. But I just felt like my body just felt depleted for some reason. And it just seemed like I wasn't getting in. An and in some days, I would barely drink anything. And I just went like that for the past 24 hours. So I got up, got the girls out, signed them in for early risers, came at home and got myself together and said, okay, I got to go to Sam's. So I get up to go to Sam's, I get in the parking lot and I can't move my neck. My neck was completely stiff. Like I could not move the right side. My right side without turning like my whole body. And then if I dropped my head or turned it up or down, it was extreme pain. And I realized it was like I had a huge muscle cramp in my neck. And it was like moving, like vibrating. Like it was horrible. It was so painful. And so I called my mom. I was on the phone with her talking to her while all this was going on. I got in was thinking it was going to wear off. I drank a lot of water. It got worse. I really could not move that side. I got back in the car. Set there because i realized if i can't turn without turning my whole body i can't drive so i had to sit and wait until this thing kind of cleared up because it was way worse it was vibrating it was tightening it was it was really painful so i kept drinking water kept drinking water finally was able to get enough in to where i was like okay finally let me try to get home I got home, didn't even pull my car in the garage. I was hurting so damn bad. I couldn't take it. I got in the house and immediately tried to take some muscle license that I have. Um, a lot of times if you take like a big spoonful of mustard and drink water, like plenty of water behind it, it'll ease the, the cramps. So I did that. It wouldn't ease. I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I've... Usually, I do this a lot, and it, it eases it. As a matter of fact, it just seemed like they were getting worse. I tried ice pack to the side, and nothing would help. Um, whew, It was bad. It was pretty bad. And on top of that, I could not move. Like, I couldn't make any sudden movements. Um, if I tried to sit down, it just felt like my head was being knocked off my body. It was bad, okay? So... It was bad. I had to sit back up in the bed, try to reposition myself, but um, it was pretty bad. So I began to cry and I got upset because I thought to myself, you're stressed. Why are you so stressed? Like you finished school, you finished boards. This is where you prayed that you will once be and you're completely stressed. And I'm stressed more so because of my job. I hate where I work right now. Um, I used to love going to work. Working with patients has never been a problem for me. And I love working in mental health. I love every aspect of nursing, every step that I've taken in nursing. I have truly loved it because I picked a profession where I truly do love what I do every day. It's not just a job for me, it's it's a passion. I love what I do. But when you work with difficult personalities, it's hard. And this job is probably one of the worst for difficult personalities. So the last day I worked was Wednesday. Um, it was, it was, it was just horrible. Um, we had a medication nurse who says, you know, my mother-in-law is transitioning. This lady had been in hospice for a while. And so he wanted to be home with his wife. So he left, but he left a mess. He didn't sign off all his medications. He didn't finish his work. He just up and left. Um, then another nurse that was there. Her car had gotten hit. I don't know where and who hit her damn car. I just saw it as I was driving in that her car looked like it had a dent on it. And I was like, oh, Miss So and so don't wreck the car. Didn't think nothing of it. And so then she gets upset like crazy, starts hollering and going on. And the nursing station, it was like, are you kidding me? Okay. And so I was just so overwhelmed because. On top of all of that, I'd ask them to do some COVID swabs for me um, because I had to do like treatment team and catch up on charting and other things. And then I had a new patient coming. And so I'd already fill out all the paper. I got gathered all the supplies. And I thought to myself, and I got to sleep. I said, I sure hope they put the labels on those tubes because I didn't pull out all the labels for them. Like I pull everything else together, but it's common sense. You're going to need your labels. I even had the biohazard. But I had everything pulled for them. <sighs> who knows if the shit got done? I have no idea. Because it's not supposed to go in just one bag. Like, there's no way you would know who had what, you know? And so I was so frustrated because I was just like, these people like that I work with sometimes, some of the nurses act like they're just straight retarded. I mean, straight, straight on a low, low IQ level. Like <laughs> I had just gotten out of a treatment team. Um, the staff goes haywire about a little bit of everything they can go haywire about while I'm working. And this one nurse and I asked them about doing the COVID swab so we could split up the work and get everything done throughout the day and not be a big mess. At the end of the day, while wow, keeping everybody safe, other patients ourselves um he gets upset the same nurse that left early got upset and was like why aren't you overseeing this and I'm thinking with all the stuff that we have to do on the floor why in the hell should I oversee two licensed personnel doing COVID swabs when I need to move because we got a new patient coming in so I can go ahead and get my chart to date to do that stuff you know and I was trying to get things together it's just it was so frustrating that you can't even trust your colleagues to do stuff and do it right. It's like they don't want to do anything. People are just saps, sorry, just last of the totem pole, you know, just sorry as far as their work ethic now. It's like, how in the world can you not do that? It does not. I mean, at my old job, when I was a weekend supervisor, I used to have to do the COVID swabs all the time for staff. Even with the patients at times. And it's not that difficult. You know what I'm saying? It's two people. Y'all can work. Get it done. And that's that. Why do three people need to wait, need to sit and do COVID swabs? You don't need three people for that. It was just so frustrating that that was even something that was even thought of when we had a new admission coming. We had two volatile patients on the floor that I was trying to make sure the staff stayed near. And that's another issue. We had several patients that were placed on precaution, and I couldn't find the staff. The patients would be all over the place, and the staff would be somewhere else, not paying attention. It's just so frustrating. So, I got home Wednesday. I was done. I had a glass of wine, and I was just done with that place. So... Thursday I just couldn't get myself to do anything like I literally was in a place of between Crying and upset all day Thursday morning all Thursday morning I finally got myself together around that afternoon around two or three o'clock And finally decided to go ahead and look for other jobs I updated my resume and got all my stuff done Because I'm like I got to get the hell away from there that place is horrible I also had two other places where people had reached out For agency nurses and I reached out to them to try to do some work for them as well and so I said okay tomorrow is gonna be a better day I'm gonna get up do what I need to do clean up and get everything started well this morning I get up I can't move my right side Um, like I said I got the kids off I got the Sam's and that's when the um, spasm started And I couldn't move my neck. I could barely move my right side. My shoulders, my arm. It was horrible. I say all this to say, there's so many times in life where I wish that things were cookie cutter and perfect and it just don't happen that way. But I know that when I'm somewhere and I'm in a place and it's constantly bringing this much stress and strain, I need to go like this ain't even worth it it's not and so i have mentally checked out from that place now all is left is physically because that was just horrible it was a horrible experience like i literally could not move my right side and i thought about the fact that i could be dead and gone and those people they don't get two shits about anybody else but themselves they have their little crew of people that they work with that they care about but they don't give a shit about anybody else they don't. And I don't care to work with people who I know are heartless like that. They don't give two shits about anybody. They're not good human beings. And, you know, I just hate it because like I said, they're like the bottom of the barrel for human race, period. Because a lot of the ways that they treat people and go on, I just don't even understand it. And I don't even understand why it takes so much to get these jackasses to do their job, but hey. Anyway, um, I did learn that I just cannot work in that type of environment. I curse 10 times more than I have cursed probably throughout my nurse career when I'm there. Because I'm so irritated every damn time I hit the floor. Like, I'm a cursor and I'm trying to to do better with it. Um, But when I'm there, I hate that place. I literally hate it. And I can honestly tell you, when I start hating a place, I really, really... Know when I check out mentally, physically, it's only a matter of time because I'm just not gonna want to go in. Like, I literally on Wednesday was like, I cannot go back to that place, I hate it. Plus, Beyonce was in Charlotte, and I had asked the day before if I could get off a little early and go, and it was a whole hell no. Um, basically, I used to get off two hours early, and I know that the other charge nurse gets off, she calls out. And can do whatever. But I'm agency and I'm there. And I show up and I do my job. And I couldn't get off. And then before I'd asked to get off. And I didn't get to get off and do what I wanted to do. And that's another thing that kind of like. It let me know like today. I could have been dead. My neck not moving and everything. I could have had like a bad infection. Like meningitis. I could have had a stroke or TIA. I could have been dead. My kids would not have not had their main primary caregiver and do you think those people would give two shits hell no they wouldn't give a damn they wouldn't give a damn they only care about themselves and their family and who they actually deem as friends or who they like they don't give a shit about anybody else and that's why i realized like i go too hard i try to do my best and i go above and beyond and these are not the type of people that you really should waste your time going above and beyond with because they're not worth shit the patients, I do whatever I can for them. Because myself, battling anxiety and depression, it's a lot. And for those people that have like underlying health, you know, not health, but mental health issues like schizophrenia and bipolar, it's a lot. And a lot of them are traumatized from things that have happened throughout their life. So I can empathize with them. What I can't do is I cannot allow a job with jackasses to ruin me. When I worked so hard to get myself through school, to sit out, take a sabbatical, finally take my boards and pass, you know what I'm saying, and have to deal with these jackasses. Like, they're a bunch of, like, straight hyenas. They're worse than a fucking lion. They're a straight bunch of hyenas. Like, they're just out for the kill. I cannot. Like, this is probably, like, one of the worst group of people I work with. Like, I work with people who are straight starch racist and was like, damn, But these people who look like me are the far worse. Okay? The far worse. And I realized that today more than any other day when I could not move the right side of my body. And I was so stressed out. That it's time for me to just let go. That's when I realized it. When I look at the weight gain and not being able you know to do for myself because mentally I'm just in a like I'm mentally exhausted. Like I don't know what to do. I think of ways I can do stuff better. I try to get there on time or early to try to do this and do that. Um try to get myself a head start if I know like That Wednesday, I knew I was a charge nurse, and I knew we had all these different tasks to do, and I tried to give myself a jump start. That Tuesday, I was floated to another unit. I filled out paperwork for the COVID swabs ahead. I took off orders ahead. I did a lot of stuff. I did treatment plans from the lodge I was in to make sure that I didn't fall behind on my work. And I get so sick and tired of doing what I'm supposed to do, but you work with people who don't appreciate it. And it's like, oh, well, you know, and it's like, I don't need you to award me. I need you to respect me. And I need you to back me and be a colleague, you know, instead of trying to throw me under the bus. But I cannot stand how they do stuff. I really don't. I've never really not honestly liked people in my job to this extent until I work here. I mean, it's always somebody there you're not going to like, but these people, I don't like No, no, It's just too much. You can't come to work on time. When you come to work, you don't do your work. Um, and for the people that do show up on time, it's a hassle, a daily hassle to get a lot of these folks to be where they're supposed to be and do what they're supposed to do. You know, it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And... <laughs> For a while, Wednesday, I was the only nurse there for a while. The lady whose car was hit left and left for a while. The guy whose mother-in-law was supposedly transitioning, he left and didn't come back. Let the med room in a hot-ass mess. Medication's not scanned, not checked off. I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. You know, because my thing is, when these people come in and do what they want to do, and they come in the next day and their badge still work. That's the problem with the organization itself. It's not me. Damn, COO, the CEO and the CFO and the CNO, that's their fault. You allow these people to come in and their badge still works. You allow them to come in and still get a paycheck off of you when they do stupid shit. And, you know, that's when I just just realized, like, I just need to check out. I'm I'm checked out mentally, but physically I need to get the hell on out um, because it's too much. I I like working, in a sense, with an A-team, where we get our work done. We work together, we get our work done, and we can sit and laugh and kiki and stuff, but most importantly, we're going to get our work done. We're going to have each other's back. I don't trust none of these people. None. I wouldn't trust them with nothing I ever had. My life, nothing. And we work in a facility where you have to trust who you're working with. Because it could be you caught outside a nursing station and a pac- and a patient attacks you. If these people are so evil, like I really feel they are, they would allow somebody to attack you just to sit back and have something to laugh about. I'm going PA- to call security. I'm going to call, you know, like the authority, you know, um, on the campus. And I'm going to intervene. You know, I'm going to keep myself safe as much as possible but we're gonna band together because if we band together and it's like 10 of us but one person we can we can move that person out of the way we can we can help our coworker, but i don't trust these people to where i feel that i could not you know what i'm saying that i could trust them and that's the thing where i just they don't care and I just don't like the fact that these are people that want to come to work, do what they want to do, run run you ragged, and then, you know, at the end of the day, they're upset when you question or ask them something. So, my Wednesday went from bad to work because even though the nurses left, we had um, like a lower, um, like unlicensed staff, not lower level, but unlicensed staff. Um, so, it's kind of like a CNA, but um, in this setting, you don't have to have that certification. So unlicensed staff decides they want to leave because they go back and forth with a patient about something that was trivial. And I said, no, we're just gonna ask the manager because I can't stand the back and forth. Like it's an easy yes or no, go with what management says and leave it alone. Management will have to come back and and verify all that information that was given. And if something has changed, They can tell that person that, hey, this has changed. This is what we're doing now. Well, instead of her doing that, the staff doing that, I'm waiting and this person decides they want to leave and go home. I was just like totally disgusted. I'm totally disgusted with these people. I literally hate having to look in their face because who in the hell does that? This person just up and decides, I'm going home. I don't want to be bothered because I asked them to do their job. And it, it, wasn't, even a, it wasn't even a trivial issue that was an issue at that moment. It was because I asked that person to go to their pod, please, because they had a patient on precaution. And we have to be within eyesight. And so because I said that, then all of a sudden, I'm going home anyway. I'm not doing it. And so it's like, I, I was just done. I was completely done. I mean it's just too much. And my whole right side. Exactly. I I don't care anymore. I don't. I'm not here to help you. I I I'm, I'm just like at this point like looking at the manager and everybody else like I'm not here to help you. I'm not here to help you. I'm not here to help you. You know, I'm here to do patient care, do what I'm supposed to do for these patients. I'm getting the hell on Like I literally do not like these people. <laughs> like I usually have one or two people on my job where it's like what? Where the hell did they get you? When you got a whole crew, the vast majority of the staff is like, a hell no. I just, it's too much. But I wanted to say all that to say that today after I had all this tightening and couldn't move my right side, finally got my medication because I don't like taking my muscle relaxin because it puts me to sleep, but I had no choice. And so once I did, it's eased off. I feel a lot better. But at the same time, I realized I was dehydrated. I realized I've been stressed and I realized this is the cause. And I, of course, got upset because I was like, how did I allow these people to aggravate me when I'm in the prime of my life? Like I worked hard to get to a place where I am. Like there were days I prayed for this. There are days I cried out to God, asking God, can you please help me get through school? Can I please go ahead and take my boards and path? And I'm at a place where that stuff is done and it's completed. And I thank God for that. And so I'm not going to sit and let these little evil ass spirits that I work with make me feel bad when I'm in a place that I prayed for. And like I said, now that I've checked out mentally, The next thing is just to walk out on faith and trust God for everything. And so that's what I'm doing. And I hope that all of you can um, maybe learn from this something. But don't don't allow people to treat you like trash and stay and give them any more of your energy. Because I'm telling you, if you put out good energy and you do your best and you got vultures for coworkers like I do, it drains the life out of you. It drains the life out of you. And it makes it harder for you to do what you need to do. So I would advise that you do the best that you know you can do. And don't allow people to come in between you and your passion for what you do. I have a passion for what I do. I always have. And so I'm not going to allow these jackasses to... Make me feel bad about a profession that I've always loved. I don't care how they feel about it. I don't care. But when I know it's becoming like, oh, my God, I don't even know if I want to do this and that anymore. I know I I take an inventory and I think about it. I'm like, wait a minute. I love patient care. I hate the people I work with. And that's when I know it's a time. It's, it's It's a time. It's not a time. It's a sign that it's time to leave. That in itself is a sign that it's time to go. You know, if you can kind of revamp while you're there, like go to a different department, um, get some other certifications so you can work somewhere else in that area, you know, do different things. But if you know you've outgrown that space and you just cannot stay in that space, then you need to leave. And I ultimately feel that once I took my boards and I passed July 17th, that it was God's way. Like, since then, I've been catching hell at that place. It's just been a lot, right? And so when I didn't get the salary that I thought I would have, like I was, you know, shown one thing, something else occurred. When that didn't fall through, then I felt like at that moment, I said, you know what? This is God's way of saying that you've outgrown this place. This ain't for you. This job, everything is not for you anymore, and so I'm grateful because sometimes when we refa- when we not remember, but we fail to do what God asks us to do, He will nudge us sometimes nicely and gently, and sometimes He just push on where you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? Get nice push, and um, you have to deal with what you have to deal with, but ultimately. Where he takes you is always better than where you were. God is not a God that he would mess you over, per se. He's a God that loves us. He cares for us and wants the best for us. So if we're going to be moving, please believe he's moving us forward, not backward. And so I had to think about that today. Like, look, regardless of the outcome, you walk out on faith. And let God lead you, because you're gonna walk into the next big season of your life. Things are gonna work out. Things are gonna be exactly how you have prayed for them to be, because you've gotten through the other steps. So now it's time to walk into your destiny. And so I thought about that today, and I'm like, okay, I don't need to aggravate myself with these fools. I need to be more concerned about doing the things that I need to do. Like I have goals for the in for this year, and I mean we have we we're in August. So we have, what, four more months left in a year? Four months left in a year. From September to December is enough time for any one of us to make it happen. And that's the thing. If you have some goals that you have, there's four months for you to take a stab at it. Even if you don't 100% get it right, 100%. I guarantee you, if you go ahead and start working on it, something's going to move. I was saying that about my weight loss. I might not lose 50 pounds in four months, but hell, I might lose 20. You know what I'm saying? In four months, a good 20, 25 pounds is a lot. You know? Um, I'm not going to sit and dismiss that. And so, you know, if I build my savings, build, you know, work towards doing what I need to do financially... In four months, I'll be a much better place than I was. You know, just sitting talking about it. If you put your action, you put action to your words, and you make things. You know, you go out there and just make it happen. With God on your side, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible, and there is nothing that can stop anything that He has ordained good. If it's for you, it's for you, and that's something that. I'm more so saying to myself right now, and I'm also saying it to y'all, like, make it happen, y'all. Don't don't sit and be so discouraged about where you are at the present. But get a game plan together about how you're going to be better off in the long run. Because there are a lot of people who pray about being where I am. Regardless of how difficult this season is, and it seems like it's just gotten more difficult, with coworkers and you know different things I am grateful for the opportunity I had to work where I work it gave me a breather it's it's not as 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 hustle bustle as regular nursing can be in an inpatient stay but you got to run for your life sometimes because some of them got behavioral issues and mental issues but overall I can honestly say I love what I do I'll continue to love what I do but I just don't like working in a hostile work environment The environment that I work in is not conducive for learning and growing, and it's not for a really good, solid person. You got to be real hard and cold to the core to work with that group of people, okay? It's just, it is what it is. So, that's all I had to say today. I pray that all of y'all will um, continue to shine bright, continue, continue to do your best, and remember That it's not a marathon race. If you got to take things day at a time, one day at a time until you get where you need to get. The biggest thing is that you're actually doing it. You're doing it and you're getting other things done in between that's going to help you in the long run. You know, that's like being in college and you're thinking, well, I don't have enough money to pay for this and that. But you're working on a degree that's going to be able to help you increase your bottom line. So that you can afford to do a lot more of the things that you would like to do or need to do. And so you just have to continue to stay a work in progress, take the sacrifices where you are and keep pushing forward. That's what I've always been able to do. Like I take whatever losses I have right where this is, I I deal with them. But I know that my goal is to push forward, you know. So it's 31 minutes left right now. That I've been talking and I'm done because that flexor is still in my system and I still am in and out. So I hope all of y'all again have a great weekend and I pray that you all continue to shine bright.